You're listening to Ghetto Beats, broadcasting from Sheko International School in Shenzhen, China. We are students at SIS sharing our ideas, perspectives, and stories. And we are interviewing Mr. Liu. Hi, Mr. Liu. Hello. Can you spell your name for us? Um, yes. So my name is Nathan also, um, and my last name is Lil, L-I-L-L. How long have you been working in SIS? Um, so this is my seventh year at SIS. Long time. What, what do you do for SIS? <laughs> so I'm the middle school assistant principal. So I work with um, another assistant principal in high school, and then my boss is Mr. Rogers, who's the head of all of secondary at Bayside. So, Mr. Lowe, what makes this year's beach retreat different? So, yeah, this beach retreat will be very different from what it's been in the past. So, we were at the same place for as long as I'd been here, for six years. And even well before that, I think three or four years, they'd gone to the same beach in Shenzhen. Um, so now we're going to a new location, which is a yacht club, which has a beach, but then also has um, a school for sailing, and they have a huge fleet of also, not just boats, but stand-up paddle boards and kayaks and other sporting equipment. So it's a little bit different because it's a new venue, a little bit less um, rustic, um, and a little bit more um, of sports-oriented, where there's a little bit less unstructured time. So is that the reason you changed locations? Yes, yeah. So we wanted to offer a little bit something different than we've done in the past. And also we were getting so big that the beach that we used to go to um, couldn't handle how many kids we have. And the other issue is that um, typhoons have come and they've really done damage to the beach that we used to go to and it's a little bit unsafe. I saw that you, there's a lot of new activities in this year's beach retreat. So how do you choose those activities? Oh, that's a good question. So um, when we went to check out the beach, we, um, Mr. Ortner and Mr. Rogers and I got in in a van and we drove out there on a Saturday right at the beginning of school and we were introduced to the location by the people that run the school there. So they showed us their sailboats, we got to see a sailing camp, and so we got to see how the instructors got the kids on the boats. We went and toured the beach facilities, we looked at all their equipment, and then we sort of made a decision about how we could make it work for that many students. So they're very excited because they've never, they typically have about 50 to 75 campers that stay in a hotel next door and then do sailing camp before school starts. So 200 kids in one day is something they've never done before. So is that the reason why there are new activities? Because the activities were already there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, we chose, uh, Mr. Jenkin went and scouted the location and made sure that uh, it was something that was going to be exciting and different for the kids from SIS. And so we chose it because it has those activities. How do you get the teachers and students ready for the beach retreat? So the, there's a lot of planning that goes into it. So we come up with a with a schedule, and then we work with the middle school advisors and the high school advisors to try to plan what what are we going to do for the kids during that day? Because it's not just about activities, right? We want you guys to have a chance to bond as advisories in grade level, so that you can do some fun things together that are not school. And then we also want to offer the opportunity to, to do things that are kind of challenging, like chanting in front of the whole school is kind of a, it's a big risk. But the reason we do that is because then we sort of have a shared 
shared performance. We have a way of sharing our culture. We have uh, an ability to do something that everybody has to participate in. And it's at the end of the day, even though it's a little bit nervous, you can get a little bit nervous and anxious, we end up having a really good time. Why do we have beach retreats? Number one, um, it's a great chance for the middle school to bond, to become closer, to know that that's part of our culture, that we, we appreciate each other inside and outside of the classroom. And that kind of gets you ready for some of the challenges of middle school as well, because you will be doing things like Week Without Walls, where you go off with your advisory groups and you're away from your family for a bit. But it also shows you that there's an importance to the outdoors, that school and academics, that's a huge part of your life, but you also need to have a healthy um, life outside of school. Appreciate the, the water, appreciate the sun, appreciate fun. Um, you're still kids, right? Like you're meant to have fun. Adults, eh, we kind of gave up on fun, fun a while ago. But, but it's also important to keep a balanced life, right? How do you make the activities for beginner swimmers? Um, well, all the activities that we have are very low-level swimming um, in terms of a challenge. Um, kids will all be wearing life vests. When you're sailing, you're not, you're not meant to swim because <laughs> you would be outside of the boat. Um, paddle boarding, it's, it's in very shallow water. Again, you'll be wearing a life vest so, uh, and kayaking as well. So all the activities are sort of structured so that no matter what your swimming level, you can still participate. Um, so when did the idea of the beach retreat first happen? It's long before I got here. Um, I'm, I'm thinking probably more than 10 years ago. Um, so from what I've heard, the stories were that it started very small and it was just an opportunity to get outside of the classroom and then it kind of grew into, can we, can we do something that's about the culture of the school? Can we add elements of advisory competition? Can we make it a little bit more meaningful for kids? And so it's, it's evolved over time. So... Well, I checked, so the date of the beach retreat that was supposed to be, it's pretty early for the start of school. So why did, so is all, is beach retreat always planned so early or only every, this occasion? Every year, every year. And there's, um, you know, there's pros and cons to that, but you got to think, number one, warm weather, can't go when it's cold, nobody would go in the water. Um, number two, it's a great way to start the year where advisories have something to do and that they really have to plan and to collaborate and to communicate to one another, get to know each other in a different way, and develop your identity, right? So all of you are in an advisory and you have a team name, you have probably participated in chants. Um, so it's a good way to start the year to, to get those groups together. So yeah, it is early, but then the later we make it also, then we have reporting, we have trips for sports, we have Week Without Walls, and, and then the year just kind of progresses. Is it challenging to uh, find the new location and get the new activities? It, I, yes, and maybe when you interview Mr. Jenkins, he can tell you a lot more about that because that's something he did for a long time. He really was looking all over the Dapung Peninsula to try to find a better place, and I think this is the best. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for you're, you're very welcome. You had a great interview. Thank you very much.